welcome to episode 14 of Fitness Unfiltered. I'm Jocelyn Thompson-Rule and before I introduce today's guest, I just want to remind you that the Women in Fitness Summit 2018 is less than four weeks away on the 27th and 28th of October. So day one is for fitness professionals and day two is for fitness enthusiasts. Head on over to my website, jocelynthompsonrule.com forward slash Women in Fitness Summit to find out a little bit more about the 21 amazing speakers that we have across the two days. Okay, time for me to introduce now today's guest, Carly Wheatley. And we talk about Carly's journey from being a busy personal trainer to then being the co-founder of the incredible brand Protein House. I just enjoyed talking with Carly so much and she's so unapologetic and just goes for it. And it's, it's amazing just the, the journey that she's had. And when she originally went to her investors for Protein House, she was in Canary Wharf, which if you don't know, is the one of the big business districts in London. And her presentation was on paper. And they told her to go away and come back and actually put it in some sort of PowerPoint presentation. So I just love that. And she's just a real example of just getting it out there, just going for it, not worrying about it being polished at all. And, you know, the the success of the brand is, is there to show it. So she's incredible. She's had the foresight to now step away from the brand or step back a little bit and let her co-founders lead the business to really take it to the next level. So it's just four years old. So I just, I just found the conversation that we had really, really interesting and I hope you enjoy it too. Carly, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Very well. Thank you. We finally got connected after a few (laughs) tech issues. (laughs) Introducing me to new technology. (laughs) Trust me, I don't know how to use half of it myself. Carly, do you want to just very quickly explain who you are and what you do and then we'll go from there? Sure. So I've been in the fitness industry for a really long time. I was a personal trainer. I used to work at Gymbox and help create lots of different concepts through when Third Space was Reebok. So I've always been really creative, always been really into fitness. I started working with clients a little bit closer with transformations and looking at their diets. So I started to use different food companies to help with meal prep. And then I just took it upon myself to start making their meals myself. And I used a restaurant in Canary Wall to make the meals. I'd finish PT and go to the kitchens, make their meals, and then they'd pick them up in the morning and from this restaurant. So it was a lot of that. Yeah, it was a lot of hours. And that restaurant actually gave me a fridge in their shop. And then I started to kind of make more meals to sell. And then, you know, cut a long story short, I got a kiosk outside of Canary Wharf with the help of Camille Waxer, who is the kind of king of Canary Wharf. And And then from there, overnight, we kind of got the bigger kiosk in Canary Wharf and then just it just flew really quickly. So up until, you know, that that's kind of, I guess, what I'm known for. And a lot of I've been known in the industry for a long time. And then outside of that, everyone sees me and goes protein house. So I guess that's who I am. (laughs) Well, but also I remember we did some stuff back in the day years ago for I'm not sure if I'm allowed to mention the brand now. It was in Monument. Do you remember? No. Years ago. Okay. I've got a terrible memory. (laughs) Okay, I'll say it quickly because obviously I'm not with them anymore because obviously now I'm Nike, but it was with Sweaty Betty. I'm sure that Ah, we did something in there or whatever. I remember meeting you in there 
back in the day when BJ and I had, we had a PT studio just down the road and I remember meeting you there. So then when I saw Protein House, I was like, oh my God, I remember this girl. Yeah, that was a lot of people's response, yeah. So you were doing PT or, or you were obviously, just tell me that again. So when you started making other people's meals in this in this restaurant, how, so what, what was your, what were you were PTing full-time at that stage? Yeah, or? I was PTing full-time at that stage. I was working at Kicks in Kensington, third space, which was Reebok when I was working there full-time and then working with clients at home. So, and, and it just, yeah, I'd finish and then start to make their meals. And like I said, it was quite, quite, I didn't really know what I was embarking on at the time. And it was, as, as I say, the, the woman that is the CEO of Canary Wharf, she kind of tapped into channeling my kind of mad creativity and and I'm 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 like a wild dog I think so she kind of channeled my I don't think anyone else would have touched me with a bar dog because I'm like a firework going off like continuously so for a a business person looking at me they're like no okay but she saw something yeah she sees something in me and and I guess took it upon herself to kind of help mentor me to a level where that could be channeled and, and an expression of my creativity could come out as well because the brand was a massive part. I spent a lot of time and creating the brand. So like the name, I wanted to call it Protein House, obviously spelt as we know how to spell it. But that had been taken from a store in Vegas. So I was actually reading I was actually reading Vogue magazine, which I li- never read. I'm such a tomboy and don't care about fashion at all. It happened to be just browsing through it and Lady Gaga had called her something Gaga House, spelt H-A-U-S. Okay. And I was like, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's so good. Like, I'm like, I always thought in my head, like, how did she think of, why did she think of spelling it that way? So actually you wanted it the other way, but it's yeah, so well, Yeah, I just, it was taken, the house, yeah. The house was taken, so and it was yeah, it was just really funny, and it was everyone thinks I'm German, which is the only side effect from it. But yeah, it doesn't matter because <laughs> <laughs> also in my head, I'm thinking that's why I just wanted to get that straight that you were PT and, and then you were because PT in itself is long in terms of hours if you've got a busy and then so you had the time yes you are a firecracker if you then decided to go and make people's food as well and that is that is next level commitment to your clients yeah I mean I think I can't remember not working seven days a week actually like ever in my I think even like when I was at school I was doing extra jobs I did a, a sugar puffs commercial that was my highlight of my teenage years I used to get paid loads of money to do ads but I seemed to always be creating or coming up with the next thing that I thought was you know gonna you know get me known and across London everyone using the products I'd created so I've always been a bit of a yeah scientist in kind of just wanting to have an outlet for my creativity yeah yeah I'm so jealous because I there's obviously I'm into fitness and 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 love training and love you know educating and all that kind of stuff but my creativity is rubbish (laughs) (laughs) like you marry you marry your your training skills and creativity and then boom well you have there you have you have protein house don't you yeah I mean we've all got different skills like I'm you know I'm terrible I'm even terrible at speaking I can hear my my poor east end accent struggling with even this but but even then but even with writing you know certain skills we've all got different skills and, and it's just having the balls I think to embrace what you're good at what you're not because I think I think loads of people that I've spoken to that want to do things they they do feel like because I'm not good at this and I'm not good at this and I read a really cool quote 
that someone put up on their Twitter and it said, you know, I don't have a university background, but I can employ people that do. And that's probably, the, you know, how I, I run my life. I literally say to people, I can't write a full article with, you know, people, my friends will message me going, Carly, you sound like an illiterate, <laughs> dumb, you know, dumb girl. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Can you? And I'm like, for some strange reason that doesn't bother me at all. I'm like, yeah, cool. Can you write it for me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But also, no, you're absolutely right, because that that's one thing for sure, that people won't do anything because they've got for fear of all the stuff that they can't do. So focusing on all of the all of the, their weaknesses or whatever, without actually channeling what they can do. And then and then like saying, actually, I need help with this, this and this, because that's something that I'm not so good at. And that's something that you have to a kind of admit to yourself and be comfortable with number one, and then B set reaching out and, and, and saying help to other people, which a lot of people won't do for fear of either looking whatever, or, you know, looking like they, they need help and everybody needs help. Yeah. I've got overly good at embracing my flaws and working with what I'm good at and I just go for I mean even when I walked into Canary Wharf for the first time for a pitch I went in with A4 printed sheets of paper and they basically turned around and said no can you please leave and come back with a proper presentation which I realized was you know working with graphics guys and coming up with a you know an A3 kind of really pretty looking version of my ideas but it's just I think having the ball you know if I didn't go in and have the balls to do it I wouldn't be here and then you can always learn from your mistakes and I think we're all so afraid of being put on a pedestal and then falling off it but in actual fact another say I'm always looking at sayings but another saying that I really like is if you realized how little people thought about you you'd be offended yes <laughs> yes like, really, yeah. it is so, so and it's literally the minute I think oh god I wonder what someone would think of that I, I remember that saying and it's just like you know, in my heart, I'm only trying because I've only ever tried to help people or encourage people. I would, I would never, you know, even with Protein House, I've tried to give other people platforms and use it as a platform for as many people as possible. So I'm only trying to do, in my, you know, when your heart's in the right place and you're giving something a go, I don't think there's anything to feel bad about ever. 100%. And also, you're also always going to come across people who don't like what you do, who have things to say about what you do. But that, that, that's, that exists for everyone, no matter where they are, no matter what they're doing. So again, if you can come back to, right, acknowledge the stuff that you're not good at, get some help with that. Also realize that not everyone's going to love you or what you do. And you've also got to be cool with that. Because I think a lot of people think it's like this kind of linear, like, you know, amazing path with no failures. And it just does, that's just not how it works at all. And there is some like seemingly perfect people out there, but generally they have a whole team of people that cost a lot of money to get them in that position. You know, but they seemingly appear to have it all together, but they don't. You know, exactly everyone, like you said, everyone's got weaknesses and strengths. I actually haven't had anyone do any trolling or any abuse. I've literally had not not one abusive DM, and like even my mum's got abusive trolls and DMs, and I'm like, literally, I haven't had one. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. You know, <laughs> I kind of want someone to DM yeah, me some abuse. You know, so I know sake. everyone's like, I've been trolled. Someone sent me this. Someone's called me fat. Someone's called me. I've lifted too much weight. So I'm like, I haven't had any of it. <laughs> 
I think with I think with Protein House, I kind of started with a no nonsense approach. I kind of you know I answered messages very abruptly to the point where some people were saying, you know, can I speak to your human resources department to put in a complaint? And I was like, uh, no, that's me. I'm just trying to answer you quickly whilst running down the street. But I think I started it off very very raw and very real. So, you know, I, I literally said we were a diet business. It was That means that we could sell as many chemicals as we wanted. That means we could cook food really fresh. It was a kind of, it was an open, an open book in terms of we will do any, anything under a diet banner because that's what it was. It was catering for diets and not being afraid for people that want to say they're dieting or people that, you know, almost become a bit taboo to want to lose weight. It become like, oh, you're not really allowed to say that. And you know, and when you want to diet, you should be able to diet. When you want to, when you're motivated to go crazy at the gym and do a couple of hours, that should be okay as well as finding your balance. 100%. And that's it, isn't it? Like sometimes we've gone too far the other way, maybe with political correctness to kind of saying, actually, no, we're actually accepting everybody as they are. When in actual fact, we still have, you know, if you, if you are overweight, if you're carrying excess body fat tissue, that's a health issue for you. It's not a, whatever, whatever people, whatever negative things people say about it. What, you know, f- for me as a health professional, that's going to affect your life, not in a, not in a positive way. So it's my job and same with you, your job to be like, actually, do you want to lose weight for your health? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to help you do that because, you know, we can't, you know, there's a lot of sensitivity around body weight and, and, body image and all of that stuff which I completely get and I, and I, I understand that whether it's 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 magazines or tv or, or airbrushing or whatever can give us this false image of what reality is but also we're still kind of you know in the background trying to help people to get to get healthier for me it's okay I mean, you know from my point of view it's, it, you, it's okay to play as well it's okay to have a play at doing a juice fast for a day you know people come down on people like and it's okay to play with food and to play, you know i'm an extreme character so for someone to put me on a balanced diet is not taking consideration who i am i am an extreme character so it's better to go extreme in all different angles with me instead of trying to rewrite my character at 35 I need to embrace who I am so I realize that I can go all out and then I'll probably just fall in bed and crash out and that's what I'll do and with you know if I want to eat cake I tell a protein house that's fine because they're all 150 calories but if I went to Starbucks and did that I might be in trouble (laughs) so it was almost protein house was literally my interpretation of how how the variations on how I want to play. So sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, I want to be vegan today because I've seen Free the Banana Girl on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, I, wanna, I wonder what it's like to be her for a day. And, and encouraging that playfulness. And that's what dieting can be fun. And we made it kind of fun, you know, made fun names of shakes and allowed people to to, to play and that's literally as far as it got with protein I wasn't trying to be a nutritionist or a dietitian or give people anything other than other than low calorie food that would work if they wanted to if they ate there for a week they would lose weight yeah yeah because also that's what it, a calorie deficit means then that you will you will lose body fat tissue basically you know what I mean so that, that, that's also the, the science of it as well so tell me so from from being a busy PT 
to then cooking your clients' meals, which now actually makes me feel guilty that I was never compelled to do the same for my clients. (laughs) It wasn't even, it was like, I'm cooking my own meals. I'm not looking after (laughs) anyone else. Um, But so so then what was the next step? So you met the the king of Canary Wharf. I mistook her for a a man, excuse me. Yeah, Um, yeah, no, yeah. (laughs) I like that powerful woman you call kings, love that. Yeah, everyone's the king. Um, But yeah, they took me through a kind of a, very hard and long process which is a pitching process of canary wolf and like i said i got ushered out a few times um but i still did go in in my flip-flops and my regular kind of i haven't literally got a a dressed up outfit in in me (laughs) it's impossible um so we went through um so i spent a lot of time with a graphics team and to come up with the ideas that i had so i kind of started sketching them all out and then we ended up with the kind of funky kiosk that's at canary wolf um and it just went from there. I When we got the outside kiosk, I needed help with investment. So, and this is where, you know, I've done a lot of talks now on uh, entrepreneurs and how to start your, your business. And for me, um, I probably didn't choose the most suitable investors, but they were the only people that probably had the balls enough to go into business with me because I realized I am a wild character. You know, I didn't, I didn't have a business plan. I did. I wasn't willing to sit down and write one. I just, had it all in my head and I was like I've got a spot in Canary Wolf do you want to do it and it was literally like that's that's all I did um and they they were uh, two people they had some experience in operations and they'd had a successful business before and um they I think probably was going to give it one more shot before they were going to go and retire so they kind of liked the idea um they already had a space in Canary Wharf and wanted another one so it was a little bit of a a win-win for both of us um, but I think the the issues came when, um, as a young kind of, you know, I watch trends massively. I spend a lot of time in the States because my parents live there. So I am aware of how driven a business is by its brand, by what it stands for. So a lot of the buy-in was obviously of me and the products being so transparent, whereas my business partners was was way more interested in the money yeah sure of course if they're the investors that's their yeah yeah and that's and that is you know that's fair that they were just you know they and it and it did it, it was earning a lot of money and then it become well I then wanted to like change things continuously and you know it just become it was too it was in and business is like a marriage it really is you, you you have to really get to know the people that you're in business with and I probably didn't spend enough time getting to know um my partners before we went into it but you know like uh, people have said to me a few times you know would you do it any different and at the end of the day somewhat I there was a carrot dangling in front of me of an opportunity and I was gonna bite it no matter what you know I would have been down Stratford with a sign saying yeah yeah, yeah. anybody want to invest yeah Yeah, um, but unfortunately I don't really know I mean I resigned as a director about five months ago um, but I'm a shareholder, obviously a major shareholder still of the business. Um, but we, but it needs. It, I'm a creative at heart. You know, I'm very passionate about. I'm not passionate about health and fitness. I'm passionate about making it fun, and I enjoy fitness naturally. I enjoy eating well naturally. I also like having frappuccinos from Starbucks and eating pick a mix. So I'm kind of just a like energetic, happy person that enjoys all the things that London has to offer. 
Um, and uh, we needed an operate, we needed a strong operations person. We needed, I was doing thing, you know, a lot of the sides of the business that was really out of my remit, you know, talking from, you know, accounts to payrolls to, um, to operations. And it was a lot for me to, uh, to take on board. So it was kind of like learning at the same time, which is great now. Cause it was like having a, going to university for four years and learning how to run a business. So it was fantastic in one way, but for such a brand with such potential, um, I feel unfortunately because there was a, a conflict of where we spent money, um, I feel like we should have brought on someone that would was stronger in operating um, because the brand, you know, is potentially a, uh, you know, it could be a worldwide brand, but we, but I, I took it to, I took it to where I could take it without it compromising my own life happiness because I sacrifice a lot. And I think this is what, um, again, what I spoke about, about being an entrepreneur is in me. It's, it's, it's like in my belly, like there's a fire for me to take what I think I'm, I'm know and, and, and turn it into something. But, you know, you sacrifice a lot. I sacrifice a lot of relationships, a lot of time with my family and friends. There's a, there's a lot of sacrifices that come with it. So you have to hundred percent every day know exactly why you're doing it. So the minute I didn't, I stopped and said, okay, this is where I get off to a degree. You know, I'll always keep an eye on process. I still do all the social media. I still do fitness events. I still eat there all the time, but I'm not so involved in it now. And where it goes from here, I won't know. Um, yeah, it's just, I'm leaving it to the hands of the gods. And, I, and I've gone off and create, I'm, I'm creating some other concepts that will come out towards the end of the year. And obviously I'm yeah. doing some back into doing some fitness concepts. I'm working with um at bxr doing their versa class you should come actually yeah. not yeah, yet yeah. But, um, <laughs> but um but and i've just gone back always you know and this is advice to everyone you know it's, we get this live and really it's about getting up every day i mean i've seen at 35 now i start to hear my friends you know their parents or my grandma passed away a while ago and you just you just have this thing that happens at a certain age where you're just like I'm just here I'm here to live and I'm here to express what I want to express and, and have the balls to give it a go and whatever I'm doing have fun and that's always been that's always been my thing and it, it happens to be when you're in that frame of mind there's a lot of success can come from it yeah yeah and that's so like First of all, I love how un unapologetic you are, number one. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, because so few people are just like, this is me, take it or leave it, and I love that. Um, also, just your foresight to see, right, you've taken it as far as it can go, because how long has it been, how long has it been running for? Uh, it's been around, like, in my life for about four and a half years, yeah. Yeah, so that's a, pr that's a pretty short amount of time for you to go, do you know what, I've taken it this far now in order to, you know, further it. And, of course, for you to, to get, you know, part of your, of your life back, you're putting it into the hands of someone else. That's huge. Like so many people would not start something as you have and for it to be a roaring success, which it is, and then go, do you know what? I can't take it any further. It just out. It goes back to that thing of identifying your skill set. I mean, I I did learn. You know, spent. I set up a you know office. A head. We didn't have a head office for ages, but we set. I set up a head. You know, we had a head office, a small team of people, and I was in there one day, just thinking, oh no, this isn't what I'm good at. 
you know and it's and it's like this is all cool and it was good to learn how to do it and it was you know it, it was good for a while but it wasn't who I was and it wasn't I wasn't playing at my strengths and the minute you put me back into a space where someone said to me oh can you create a fitness concept for me I'm like oh yeah this is what I do you know, and I create you know, that, that, in, and I had, I naturally had an ability, which you say, like yourself, you've, I am naturally knowledgeable in, you know, how to put great playlists together for motivating people to train for workouts, for motivation. These are all things in my armor that come naturally. So I must work with my strengths. Otherwise, what am I doing? You know, during that whole, say four year process, and I know, I know you, you, you're a part of it, but not in the same um, way that you that you have been up until now and what would have been your um, what do you think your biggest mistake or biggest regret would have been during that process um, to be honest with you I mean nothing I literally had a ball of a time like amazing I mean there was like it was a lot of hours and a lot but I mean I come out of it just knowing that I if someone you know if I opened a business tomorrow I'd know exactly how to run it which is kind of insane for me um, literally like single-handedly I could run it um, that is amazing like out of any, anything else that comes it that will always be like wow I was literally dropped in the deep end and um, just went for it um, so you know and, and I would you know I could say like different partners but you know I have I have these partners and it's almost like having a child so I, I hear you know women kind of like they've got their like baby daddy issues <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have but you kind of can't help love them no matter what I feel like we've made a baby together and no matter you know it's, it's just a lifelong thing now that I'll be connected with them in some way um but we're just different people they're, they're a different generation to me they're a lot older than I am and they were successful in their right in back in the day and you know to take to listen to me and to have me lead which would have been you know the right thing to do but a very risky thing to do when there's a lot of money at stake it was just one of those things where it was you know kind of as a uh, Alan Sugar says like you can't be a cautious carol um, you have to go for it and you know I got flown up to New York to look at some uh, potentially doing protein house there we get I get a lot of calls saying they want it in Dubai but you know it was for me it was um you know, my first stab at a business. So I think, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. You walk past and just be like, <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe I created this. Yeah, so it just it's just cool. Like it's just like it was and it's a hundred it was a hundred percent me. It literally was like everything that I do, like food wise, like it was all recipes that I'd made in my kitchen. It was all just me. You know, so it was literally just so much fun, like Charlie and the chocolate factory just creating. <laughs> Um, but then I realized, you know, that there's people that don't know me and don't interact with me. And I, I started to think, wow, this brand is actually, it, be it becomes important to people and they want it to be run really well. They don't need, they don't need my kind of my attitude. It needs to grow. It needs to grow from there. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, unless if you know me, you get protein house hundred percent. If you don't know me, you might be like, oh God, these guys are what's going on here, you know? Um, because my, you know, my mobile's on like Google for calling, you know, so I get calls like, oh, I left my bag in the shop. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> let me call this, let me try and call someone in the shop. It's just, it's just a lot of professionalism that goes with today, you know, that, that wasn't in place for me. And it was becoming kind of a little bit taxing that we hadn't progressed it, but that's all because we were all 
that we it was all out of our remit we just thought oh we've we all jumped in and we need we now we now in even now in a position where we need someone to come in uh, you know like a prep or bigger organization so you know what guys we'll take this off your hands and we'll run it but my partners are they feel that they can do it so it's almost like I was happy to say okay well you give it a go but it's this is this is where I need to get off because I don't want to damage the brand I don't want to I just wanted to be a part of its success and I feel like I took it to where I could yeah yeah and I still think I think that's just such an amazing quality to do I was listening to um what's her face uh Bobby Brown uh, and she was being interviewed about her business and so she sold um she I think she's she's obviously eventually sold her shares or whatever but she said she kind of hung on in there for too long and she you know realized after about three or four years that she was um kind of at loggerheads with people in the rest of the company trying to you know put her ideas forth and they were kind of like do you know what and you know she didn't have that kind of the same foresight that you've had in going to I've taken it this far I'm out not completely out obviously but you know I'm going to take a step back but she kind of hung on in there to her baby which obviously she had run for years and years and years until it sort of had a slightly different ending for her do you know what I mean yeah yeah I'll have to listen to that yeah, no, it's, it's really good. I'll send you the, I'll send you the link to it. It's a really, and as well, I didn't, what I didn't take seriously, you know, being a director of a business is actually su- really serious. I mean, leg- you're legally, in, you know, responsible. You know, I had a really, really good lawyer. And when I was, I was kind of quite attached to process as in, it was like becoming me. And she was like, no, no, your job is just, you're like a guardian for this individual. You've, you've been given, you know, a percentage of this person's, you know this 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 thing it's an actual legal entity of itself and your job is just to guard it and it actually becomes quite serious as well so you are you know my part if my, whatever my partners did i'm responsible for legally um so it's actually you know you don't realize what it's just you think oh yeah how cool like you're a director of a business but the, the, it's actually a massive weight it's a massive weight and a responsibility and that's why i think you know for me i probably will never ever dedicate all my energy to just one one thing again and I, i'll be really really um I, a lot of the things i could probably do myself and then employ people um because you just build up a confidence of where you can do it because you just know so many more people as well um but it's actually you know i i've said it uh, loads of times if anyone is starting a business you know i i actually have a fantastic fantastic lawyer and the only reason i'm in such a strong position with my business is because of that person um but you know, and but because in the beginning, when it's all happy, you kind of like, oh no, no, we won't fall out, and you know. Um, but it's, and it, again, that's my reference back to a marriage. You know, when you take your marriage vows, and people have prenups and all these things, it's actually really important because you're actually defining your, you're actually setting your behaviour and committing to being a certain way um, legally. So it's a real, real responsibility, and I, I feel for a lot of. Um, I've had a lot of chats with different people that started businesses and been screwed over, and all of these things. They didn't have the, the, you know, they rush, they rushed the process, and although I did rush the process, I was always very, very aware to be um, to keep a, a safety net around me because I was aware of the amount of time I was spending on the business. Yes, yes, um, amazing. I need to get in touch with your lawyer as well. <laughs> yeah, literally, I've got half my family with her now. <laughs> And then, and then, um, just finally, I guess, what would your, do you have maybe like three points or three tips that you would say to, I guess, anyone that wants to either do something different with their business or take it to the next level or even just start something new? What would you say? 
Yeah, I mean, definitely um, starting something new. Um, um, one thing that I, I, I always, always do is um, do a lot of things just for free to start like give things away, let people try, taste, feel. People get very like, you know, the first question out of people's mouths and I refuse to work with people like this is like, what do I get? How much do I get paid? If they're like, cool, that sounds good. I'd like to be involved in that. Like I put on so many different events and when I call people up saying, do you want to be involved? I, I hear for the person that just says, I'm this much money. And that, that will never, ever get you ahead because, as I've said in an interview not long ago, is we all have so many ups and downs. And if you can be generous when you're up, um, there'll be a point where you need someone else's help. And, you know, by the law of, like, averages and giving um, and karma and all of those things, you'll be looked after no matter what. But you've got to be generous whilst being successful. And I notice a lot of people just kind of like, oh, no, I'm not going to go to I'm not going to help that person out. And I, it doesn't matter, you know, it, you know I just, but it just, it, it tells me a lot about a person. I think when you're, and when you're trying to start something, just give it, give it away a little bit, give it away and jump on things and do, do more, like go the extra mile, you know, all that. This is so, this is so important. And people that have already got a business and want to rev the engine, it's almost the same thing. Work harder and put yourself in, you know, do four hours and go and do tasters and join in on events and, you know, do something a little bit that's out there that's like the site you know the neighbor of the business and push more um, because there's just so many boundaries that that can be you know but it takes effort it takes time and you know it's all relative to how much of yourself you want to give and it's okay as well to just have something small and manageable and want to enjoy a happy life and you know everyone and that's another thing as well I mean I was saying about my character is very extreme but there's other characters that aren't yeah that wouldn't that the thought of having running something as big as protein house would like send yeah, them yeah. running in the other direction yeah yeah yeah, yeah just have a, something that's sensible that you can do something that you love whether that's making brownies and having a stall at the weekend you know that find your balance and what you can do that works for you because it doesn't all I think people sometimes feel like oh I should be doing more of this or I should be doing more of that and it's like actually one one store might be great for you or one you know you might make just leggings and that be your thing and just do it well oh, amazing yeah and the other I would just say everyone should read um think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill Okay, that is the book. Grow rich. Um, good book. Okay, very good book. Yeah, think and grow rich. Oh my god, I feel like I've I feel like I've had a half an hour of like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what like business insider school from you chatting to you. It's been so so good. And um, Kari, where can where can people um, reach you if they want to get in touch? Although equally, I feel like you've just got a bit more time back, and here's me directing people in your way. No, no, yeah, I've been. I'm on. I'm on to some other projects actually. So I'll. I'll probably talk to you about. I've got, I'm doing. I've been putting. Luckily, been put in a position to do some really cool stuff with um, wellness and health that's coming up that will be for next year. So I'll be doing a lot of that. Um, I'm at Carly Wheatley and at protein house uk still on instagram if anyone wants to ask me any questions um i'm rubbish on email because i get loads and loads of them but i tend to always uh, i'm always on instagram so i tend to be able to answer um but otherwise yeah i'll be at i'll be at bxr swept by bxr as well okay i need to pop i definitely need to pop down there and also because courtney um my darling is also down there um yeah training yeah. people so away and um and also i love um how you sign off on your emails anyway you're like sorry if this has come across as rushed but i'm probably walking down the street as i as i reply to this <laughs> really? and i think i think it's so true though as well like 
as, as you say, you know, kind of entrepreneurship or whatever is so much tougher than than people might imagine. It's very trendy now to sort of like, right, I'm an entrepreneur and this is what I'm doing. And the reality is, is can be so, so different. And perhaps what people don't talk about enough is how hard it can be. Yeah, and I, you know, another reason I write that is because I just don't write very well. I mean, people that know me, it's acceptable, but in actual fact, I mean, it's kind of not acceptable. And I should have an assistant, and or sometimes I pay people to write some, you know, edit some of my articles and check my grammar. I mean, my friends, or I ask people. I think you've seen, you've probably seen on Protein as you can. I'm like, is anyone good at copyright? And do you want some shakes and you know, edit my grammar? But um, you know, because it's it is it isn't it isn't acceptable. But it's um, you just have to do it anyway. Like you just you know, it just is what it is. You can't hesitate about around those things no exactly yeah basically no and I haven't got time to go and study English no, now I'm exactly. too busy creating <laughs> and also, so if there's any good people that want yeah, if there's any good people that are really good at grammar and just want to hang yes, out with me out, I, will, I will send them your way and also <laughs> when I did read that in your email I was like that's amazing and that actually gave me the confidence to say to people you know if, if I was like if people had sent me something and I'd be like if I don't reply will you just remind me because I'll forget and before I never would have said that because I would have been like right I just have to be on it um but at you just kind of saying no a lot of successful people have said they actually when they've got too many emails they delete them all and then expect people to email them back yeah wow well that's I mean to be fair people do follow up as well which is also helpful because there's one chap emailing me at the moment he sent me four emails and it's in I'm in my brain to go I, I really want to do what you're asking me to do but I just haven't had a chance so it, it pays as I said it pays to be persistent and ballsy yeah, 100% <laughs> Oh, Carly, you have been a dream. Thank you so, 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 so much. And good luck with all of your um, projects as well. Thank you. Keep yeah. an eye out for all of those. Um, and also, I can't wait to see the growth of um, of uh, Protein House as well. And down to you making just really good decisions with it. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Thanks so much, love. See you Bye. later. Bye. Bye.